0: Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of the Brekkie Show, which you can catch 6 to 9 a.m. Monday to Friday. I'm joined by Amanda McCulloch. She is the CEO of the Greater Shepparton Foundation. What is the Greater Shepparton Foundation? A not-for-profit aimed at addressing entrenched disadvantage in our community. It connects resources and skills with with the needs of our community through grants and scholarships and other initiatives. Good morning, Amanda. Hello, Terry. Thank you so much for having me on. And you're quite new in the job of CEO of the Greater Shepparton Foundation.
1: I am a couple of weeks in now, so still very much finding my feet, but it's Excellent. been such an enjoyable role so far and I'm really loving it. Did the Greater Shepparton Foundation used to be called something else? Yeah, it used to be the Community Fund
0: right. back in the day. So I people might, so.
1: Yeah, people might be familiar with the Community Fund. They did a lot of fantastic work in the local community and it's just evolved over time and taken on new name new brand and it's now a public benevolent institution which is a really formal way of saying it's allowed to take donations from lots of different philanthropic sources which allows us to give out a lot more money in the community. Okay so really the
0: foundation kind of recognises that there is a lot of disadvantage in our community, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it does. And we're very well aware of some of those issues. I mean, all you need to do is walk along the river at the moment and see the flooding and the issues that it's caused with some of our homeless population. Yeah, really um, having some uh, some dramas, obviously, with uh, their housing areas floating away on the riverfront. And it's, it's really tragic. And we, we really recognise some of those issues in the community. And we're trying to actively work with some of our fantastic local partners Partners Beyond Housing and others to try to um, help these displaced people find some emergency accommodation. Uh, We also work with our multicultural community and some of our youth, and we have a great uh, working relationship with the Lighthouse Foundation as well. And we're really trying to overcome some some of those really entrenched um, generational disadvantaged issues that we see in our community and trying to overcome those are obviously not easy fixes. Definitely not. Plenty in the community that are trying to do exactly the same work. But we're hoping with uh, the help of philanthropic funding, we might be able to really tackle some of them and make some changes.
0: There are a lot of people in the community trying to address these issues. There are a lot of service providers. Is it sometimes there's just a disconnect between those that need it and those that are giving these services?
1: Yeah, possibly. I think that could be one of the issues. And I think it could also be that some of these issues are so huge and so diverse and complex uh, there's not one way to tackle them. Otherwise, you know, a lot of them will be resolved. We would have everybody in housing and homelessness would not be an issue. Um, so it's none of these are easy fixes. Otherwise, they'd be resolved. But uh, our role is really to work with a lot of the service providers and help wherever we can and provide funding where we can to make sure that the right people are getting getting the help that they need.
0: You mentioned homelessness straight off the bat as a big issue. What are the other big issues, do you think?
1: Yeah, so I think that there's. Um, we've been doing a lot of work with Paul Briggs, uh, and obviously, there's a, a great need to um, achieve parity with our Indigenous community and ensure that they're supported. Uh, I think the sooner that we start bridging the gap, and these are all sound like very tokenistic words, but they're incredibly relevant at this point in time, um, and the, the the sooner that we can sort of start to help in those areas, the better. I think that um, being able to support some of our youth and uh, address some of the disadvantage for our youth, and I know we're going to talk in a little bit about the lift-off education scholarships, which is about to be announced. So that's one way that we can start supporting some of our um, kids that are leaving school uh, and maybe transitioning into second uh, into sorry tertiary education or going on to do TAFE courses or going on to do some further education. Uh, So and also you know our our multicultural community. There's a lot of work in that space that we're doing in trying to support our multicultural community and our new migrants coming into the region. We do a lot of work with Africa House. We've managed to keep the doors open there during COVID with a $30,000 grant. So there's a lot of different programs that we try to support in the community and we're really cognizant of um, talking to the right people and using our community leaders as ways to get the right funding into the right avenues to make sure that we're actually having an impact.
0: So in the past year, $500,000 of grants and donations committed for local projects. I was um, amazed. That's a lot.
1: It is an awful lot. And it's really um, recognising not only our philanthropic partners, but also some of uh, the community members that have really thrown some money around in this community to help us support uh, you know, uh, the Lift Off Scholarships is a great example. We had an anonymous donation come through for our Lift Off Scholarship program last year in the in the height of COVID, um, you know, an anonymous donation from a local community leader who wanted to put $20,000 on the table to try to support young people that are trying to transition into secondary education. They saw it as a real... Uh, a really good cause in the community that they want to support, and that's the sort of things that we can facilitate as a non-profit. Um, obviously, we don't we don't take a cut of that. That is purely going back out to those causes that are really important to people in the community. You mentioned helping uh, kids, I suppose, as they're transitioning
0: from secondary school into perhaps further education. But you're also doing uh, a bit of work at the other end of the spectrum, with you know, in the early childhood sphere.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Early childhood is a really important area as well. Um, We do uh, an oral language program. We've identified that there are some real issues with kids starting primary school without having um, proper language skills. And that's come through uh, a lot of studies that have been done in the local community. And through an oral language program, we've actually been able to address some of those issues. We've been working really closely with Marupna North Primary School uh, and we've been running a program there for a number of years. And we're really excited by the outcomes and and some of the changes we're starting to see. Obviously, these things don't happen overnight. So it's been over a number of years and COVID's also impacted that, but we are starting to see some outcomes that are really heading in a positive direction. And what about your Community Health Educators Program? Yeah, again, another fantastic program, really focusing on the new migrant community, so working really closely to ensure that um, in their language, uh, community health, um, health, uh, really uh, assisting, yeah, assisting the um, community to their own communities to get the outcomes that they want. And all of these
0: highlights we've talked about over the past year are in your annual report and you can get that on your website, I gather, if anyone is interested, Foundation Is that right? Yes, that's okay. right. Okay, it's a bit tricky. I'll just, I guess you can just Google Greater Shepparton Foundation, but that's for the past year looking to the future. You thought you're the new CEO, as we said. Tell us about these lift-off scholarships that you're about to announce.
1: Yeah, so we have uh, our fantastic uh, lift-off scholarship program, which is about to open on the 10th of October. So, we're really helping to overcome some of the financial barriers to higher education. Um, And that, like I mentioned before, that's not just people going on to university. You might have taken a gap year and you might be coming back to study in the next year. But it has to be education. It can't be just going off to work. Yeah, absolutely. So education based. So whether you're going off to TAFE or you're choosing to do some sort of study next year, that being in 2023, uh, you are very welcome to apply. It's not just for students at um, Shepparton High School, Greater Shepparton Secondary College. Uh, you can be a Notre Dame student, you can come from Nathalia, you could come from Cobram. So we've got quite a broad area. We encourage you to jump onto the website. We have scholarships between $2,000 and $10,000 available uh, and it can cover the cost of books. We understand obviously with interest rate rises happening, there's a lot of pressure on families at the moment and these scholarships are really to help uh, support those families that are looking for just that little bit of reprieve to um yeah, be able to get their kids off to second uh, to tertiary education or but further education i guess it is what it
0: says it's lift off it's it's giving them that little launching pad or giving that little push or a bit of support as they go out into the world
1: is there an age range there Uh, Yeah, anyone under 24 years is welcome to apply. So from 17 to 24, if you fit in that age bracket, you are more than welcome to apply. We encourage you again to jump on the website, have a bit of a read, see if you've meet the criteria which most people will. Uh, if you get stuck though, give us a call. We're always or shoot us an email. We can always work through these things. And we're really proud this year as well. Um, the Greater Shepherd and Lighthouse program, Laptops of Love, have also said that they will come on board and provide a re reformatted laptop for every student that is successful in receiving one of the scholarships this year. So we're incredibly proud of our partnership with Lighthouse Foundation. And um, yeah, we're really looking forward to being able to provide some more students with some fantastic opportunities through the, uh, the Liftoff Scholarship Program. Now, so that sounds like you, if you're listening or you know, have a child
0: or a grandchild who would benefit from that, if they're going off to do any kind of education next year, don't be shy. I put in an application. Sounds like it would be a great help for some families or for pro- probably almost any family because it is very expensive sometimes making that transition, especially if they're going away from Shepherdon.
1: Yeah, most definitely. And you don't even need to be just going away. You could be attending a TAFE course or doing something in Shepparton locally. We've got some beautiful institutions here. You might be heading off to Melbourne Uni at a Dookie campus. You might be going to La Trobe in town. You might be doing something through Go TAFE. Any of those are absolutely relevant avenues and we would encourage you to have a look at the Liftoff Scholarship Program.
0: Uh, we'd be very happy to welcome you back on the program in future to keep us updated, Amanda. But uh, right at the moment, uh, is there anything else that you need to highlight?
1: No, we just, th- uh, we really encourage people to jump on the website, have a look. If you want to have a look a little bit more about the programs that we've supported over the last twelve months, make sure you have a look at our annual report. There's some fantastic statistics in there. If you're really statistically minded, uh, we've got some really good data behind some of the programs that we're supporting. So, I encourage you to jump on, have a bit of a read, um, and support the work of the Greater Shepparton Foundation. What kind of
0: a difference do you think uh, you know the foundation has been able to make with some of these programs?
1: Oh, look, it, it's been huge um, and, and our data is really starting to reflect that. We're really proud of the work that's been done and obviously me being only two weeks in the role, I can take absolutely zero credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do encourage people if you are interested in having a look at the work of the foundation, jump on, have a bit of a look around and if you are interested in finding some funding for your program, perhaps you're a non-for-profit in the local community that just needs that little bit of support, please get in touch, get in touch through our website. We we would love to hear from you um, and yeah we'll look forward to working with you
0: thanks so much thank Amanda you. McCulloch she's the CEO of the Greater Shepparton Foundation thanks Amanda thank you Terry snake season is here have you serviced your snake repellers this spring yet if not book a service call and let Jason's pest control update your batteries and check your repellers are right to go for this snake season you don't have snake repellers yet that's okay call us now and get them professionally installed Protect your kids, pets and yourself. Our snake repellers are the best on the market and even have a two-year warranty. For more information, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM Sponsor. At Outback Real Estate, we understand that to get the right deal, you need to have the right people surrounding you. We know you need the right advice and the right information, so we make the effort to ensure that both the vendors and buyers enjoy their real estate journey by providing a tailored service that's just right for you. Specialising in properties for agriculture and business, we provide services to commercial and residential developers. Visit our new website at outbackproperties.com.au. Outback Properties,
1: where understanding real estate is our business.
0: Station Sponsor.
1: The Stanhope Family Hotel is your home of good old-fashioned country hospitality with delicious good-sized hearty meals including char-grilled steaks cooked to perfection, a variety of parmas with specialty sauces, a good choice of seafood dishes pan-fried or crispy battered, beef and chicken schnitzel burgers with a great selection of fillings and pasta meals made the traditional way. Satisfaction is our guarantee, so why not pop in for a meal? On the Midland Highway for over 60 years, we also offer great times with all welcome to enjoy our quality live entertainment the stanhope family hotel more than just a pub
0: 1fm sponsor you've been listening to a 1fm podcast you've been listening to a 1fm podcast